Okay. Welcome everybody. I'm Mike Hancock, the chairman of the chairman, chairman of the chairman, the chairman of the Circle of Excellence Group. That's a good way to start the the call today. And uh, today's guest is Rachel Smets. Now, Rachel is a coach, a TEDx speaker, and somebody who's a, an expert in really creating a freedom lifestyle. And I think one of the the reasons why this is really important to start our year with today um, in talking to somebody who's an expert in this area, which involves a lot of things that we'll talk about today, is because uh, it's so easy in 2022 when we want to get back on the horse where we're feeling that finally things are opening up and, and that sort of thing, to actually get back into busyness. And busyness is not going to solve a lot of the problems here. In fact, the best thing that you could do is start to, you know, put your yearly calendar together and actually start with your holidays first, which there's our yearly calendar sitting right there um, that has, you know, I think eight and a half weeks of holidays this year already um, in there and then start to build around that. Rachel, welcome and great to have you on the call. Yeah, thank you, Mike. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> Fantastic. So I want to ask you just to, to kick things off. What was your TED talk about? And how was the TED experience for you? Um, amazing. I did two. Um, and um, yeah, both were really amazing. My first one was um, called Your Next Step, uh, which honestly is my preferred one, but people like both. So, um, but Your Next Step is really about always taking a next step in life because I feel that's how I really made all my changes and what I do with my clients as well. It's always a next step. It's never about taking a big leap or, or like, you know, how people are like, oh, just, you know, follow your heart and, you know, take the leap of faith. And, you know, it's, it's like, you know, quit your job overnight. No, I'm like, no, no, no. It's, it's always about a next step and a next step and a next step. And then you get there. Um, so and, and it's about living a life without regrets, which I'm sure we'll talk about today as well. And my next one. My next static talk was about stop comparing yourself to other people because I used to do that all the time, you know, like, oh, I'm not good enough because, you know, look at them and the grass is green on the, on the other side. And look, they're so lucky and they're so successful. And, you know, you completely forget yourself and you just keep following others instead of, you know, growing yourself and, and uh, finding your own voice and your own uniqueness. So um, especially now with social media, it's like, oh, you see all these successes and then it's like, oh, they're also successful and I'm not. Um, so that was my second one. My experience, um, was amazing. Uh, my experience was amazing. And I, I actually became a TEDx coach. So I, I, am currently coaching two people who are um, preparing for their TEDx talk. So I really studied it. I really, really studied, you know, the structure of a TEDx talk and how to outline it and how to perform it. And I, um, so now I can help others doing that. And my experience was amazing doing it, but also business-wise, I mean, even what is it? Two years, three years ago, one um, is is people are still finding me through TEDx. So yeah, yeah, I only advantages. Great. Experience. Now you, yeah, thank you for that. You um, you sort of some stage during your thirties decided you've had enough of you know not living your life to the fullest. Um, you made some changes. You became a traveler. You um, started to build this lifestyle business that uh, 
that you've got now. And I think, you know, what we've got on the call here and, and the people that will listen to this later, they're all very similar, okay? I think, uh, you know, pretty much everybody here, even the, the, the people that run sort of larger companies are, are truly lifestyle-orientated people. We have a saying that, um, you know, put your uh, life before your business, not your business before your life, and build a business around your life, not a, a life around your business. So I think with that, um, there come some things there that, that you talk about, uh, and one of them is this, this whole concept of moving from chaos to clarity. So, so what is the chaos that you're seeing people faced with in 2022 specifically? For the average business person, yeah, you said thirties. Um, I was I was forty, um, and and uh, the chaos is really the um, yeah. There's so much. I don't. I, I'm trying to uh, to 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 uh, order the, the 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 process here. So really, for me, it was being in a job and not liking to work for a boss. I'm, you know, in, in my blood, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur and uh, I wanted to be my own boss. And, and when you mentioned holidays, I want to make my own choices of when I take a holiday and how long I take a holiday and when I work and where I work. And, and, and that was really the thing. And when you work for a boss, it's like, okay, asking for permission to have one day off and asking for permission to buy something and asking for permission. And that was something that just really, really bothered me. So, um, and also it stressed me out so much that um, that I literally burned out. It was just, um, you know, the fact of working, giving my time to somebody else, working a schedule for somebody else, you know, going to meetings for somebody else, all of that. It's just, uh, it just became too much for me. Um, although it was an amazing job. And again, on the outside, people were looking at me like, oh, you're climbing the corporate ladder and you have all these advantages and you have a great car and, and all of these benefits, right? And earning good money. And But on the inside, I was really not happy. So. I think the chaos is, you know, even in 2022, I think the chaos that I'm talking about is more how you feel inside. You know, it doesn't matter what job you're doing, what title you have, what status, but it's really that unfulfilling feeling that you have inside um, that. And then the chaos is also, but wait a minute, I'm 40 years old or whatever age you are, you know, I'm 40 years old. I've been doing this job for so many years. What can I do? How can I change that? How can I, you know, make money if I don't have this monthly paycheck? You know, and all of these fears, like, but what is going to happen? What if I fail? What about the, un the unknown, you know? Um, so all of that figuring out, that's really the chaos where I bring clarity. Because again, it's not about quitting overnight. It's not about taking the leap. It's about taking a step. Let's figure out what are your skills? What are your strengths? What are your superpowers? How can we monetize that? Because what people mostly come to me with is like, okay, so, so what new course do I need to learn? What new program do I need to take? No, come on. When you're 40 or even 50, you have so much experience. You have it in you. You don't need a new course. We just have to figure out you know, how can you monetize that? How can you use that? And that's that's the part where there's so much chaos because 
all these years we've been building up and we've been going in one direction and also, you know, pleasing other people and doing what others expect from us, right? Like, oh, you know, you're good in this, Mike, go and do more of that. Oh, but you're so good in, 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 in science or in IT and you should, you should do that, you know, and you, and you do it. And then you forget, like, what do I really, really like doing? What do I really, really want? So I hope this... Right. Uh, so I think that's, they're, they're good points. And I, I want to drag it forward in a minute, but just make a point on that, is uh, we, have a, we have a model we've taught for a number of years. And if you look at um, two axes, if one going vertically, which is how much passion you have, high passion, low passion, and the other one horizontally, um, which is over here, you know, high... Uh, high competence and down here, low competence. And, you know, if you look at the area of low competence and low passion, then that area, which is over here is really restricts you, but it's not the worst place on this graph. The worst place is actually over here where you have high competence, but low passion. Uh, and this is yeah. what most of us experienced in our corporate life. And, you know, we got yeah. to a point whereby, you know, we're really good at doing our jobs, but we really didn't like them. And the other thing is then we ask people, you know, we want to break out and do our own thing. And then, and people yeah. say, well, you're really good at this. And they just give you a job now, which is actually a business. And now you've got all this overhead and you've got to work it all out yourself, but you're essentially doing the same, same thing, which is a real trap. I want to go from, I want to go to right now, sort of, you know, the start of February in this year. And um, I want to look at the entrepreneur and what do you feel is causing chaos in an entrepreneur's mind right now? And I'll give you an example because I think it's very easy for people to be in chaos. I was sitting there finishing work last night at uh, about 6.30 and and I'm thinking to myself, oh, man, have we organized the marketing? Have we done enough of this and that and the other? And Lundy, my partner, came to me and she said, what are you stressing about? And I said, I'm not sure if we've done enough marketing yet. She said, Mike, you've been back at work like literally four working days. And I went, oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, not doing too badly. So, <laughs> so it's, um, you know, but that goes through my mind. So we don't work Friday. So, I mean, you know, literally Monday to Thursday last week was our first week back. So what's striking people with chaos right now for entrepreneurs? Um, the first thing that came to my mind is the information overload and the feeling of overwhelm. You know, just like what you said, like, well, part of what you said is, you know, oh, maybe we should do more marketing. But if you, if you look at everything that's going on, then it's like, Ooh, but I have to do marketing. Oh, but I have to do uh, my website. Oh, but also the, the Facebook ads and the YouTube ads. And, and, and it's like, you know, you, you hear so many things and there's so much going on and you can find so much information that I feel that most people are, you know, and I, I, I fall into that trap sometimes like, oh, but I need to do more Facebook ads or I need to do more, you know, and it's like, wait, 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 just, you, you know, it, there's too much out there, you know, there's too much out there. And, and, I think it comes back to finding, and I love what you said about the passion and the competence. What are you good at? Do more of that because I have clients that are completely not technical or I even have a client who's like, I do not want to use social media. Okay, let's see what you're good at. What is your competence, right? What's your passion? What's your talent? What's your mission? Let's, 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 let's stick into that and let's, let's find your path. 
And so I think really the, the, the chaos is really coming from, oh, you get bombarded with all these, you know, messages and do this and do that and it changes. And now you have to DM everybody, right? And then you have to like, oh gosh, it's just, there's so much out there. So I think it's so important to just sometimes put these blinders on, right? And just, just focus on, okay, what is my path? and my competence and my passion. And so I, I love that you you shared those axes. I think it makes a lot of sense. And I think, um, you know, I'm a great believer, Rachel, in, in studying the natural world. I mean, the natural world has all of the answers in it. So if you look at the five elements, you know, in, in the Chinese elements of uh, water, wood, fire, earth, and metal, there's only one of those that grows and that's wood. Okay, so wood has a growing mentality, fire spreads, but wood grows. So if you want a business to grow, you should study wood, which sounds ridiculous to most people until they get into it. So what are the characteristics of wood? One is to have deep roots. You know, a tree falls over if it doesn't have deep roots. But one of the ones that I want to mention specifically without, you know, taking too much time here that you brought up, but give feedback to people is one of the greatest things that makes wood grow is to prune it and to cut back the dead wood. And yet, when we're entrepreneurs, we seem to, we don't cut dead wood. You know, we've got a, for instance, if you're a trainer or a coach or something like that, you know, in 2020, I took 450 videos of me off YouTube. So, because I didn't think that they represented who I was or I didn't want them out there, et cetera, et cetera. You know, you've got to cull the programs, you've got to cull products. I was speaking to an entrepreneur yesterday I'm a tech company, and he's had a product for 11 years, which has served him very, very well, and he's cutting it this year. It's going. It's because it's now ready for a new generation, a pivot on that. And I think so many times we're just stuck with so much clutter as, yeah. as entrepreneurs. So, um, And when we take on a high-level client, and we've got a few of them on this call um, that are Circle of Excellence members, the first thing we start with, as they know, is clarity. And it's almost in every case, people struggle with clarity. And I know you're a very, very big advocate of clarity. So maybe you can give people some tips on how they could uh, get more clarity in their working life uh, in this year. Mm. Yeah, clarity is really the, the key to everything. Because when you're in chaos, you know, it's because of the lack of clarity. When you have fear it's because of the lack of clarity when you're stressed it's because of lack of clarity when you feel like i don't know what to do today it's because of the lack of clarity you know it, it always comes back in my opinion to clarity i love what you said about decluttering as well you know and 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 again it does come back to clarity because it, the thing is when you're clear um and i'm sure you do the same thing when you have a very clear goal it all starts with a very clear goal, like knowing, okay, this is my big vision, right? This is my big mission. What is my goal for this year? Uh, what is my bigger goal? And what is my goal for this year? And make that very clear, very specific. I want to earn this much money. I want to have these much clients. I want to, I don't know, leverage YouTube or make videos or, and then break that down into, okay, in six months, I want this. In three months, I want this. And so you come back to every day, I know exactly what to do that aligns with that goal. And I think if you stick to that, and again, you are unique, don't look at others, but follow your path. 
and 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 stick to that goal and i think that's the clarity that um and and when that means and just like you you know decluttered so many videos i had online courses and i'm like wait i used to talk a lot about living and moving abroad i'm like no that's not me anymore you know that's you know we change we evolve so it's good to take a look at wait what is my goal and and what is not aligned let's let's get rid of all of that and yes it sometimes hurt because you work so much on these videos or this online course or you know program and and it doesn't align anymore but you know we evolve we develop we grow and so and 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 yeah so so things change and that's the beauty of of being an entrepreneur as well you know we everything changes and we change as well so it's it's good to sometimes you know go a little left a little right you know there's there is um nothing is set in stone you know but as long as you have a very clear goal and to be honest having a clear goal can be challenging because that's something that i spend with my clients the most time with it's it's okay what is it that i really want because we're like i said earlier we're so used to you know being pushed in a certain direction right okay so you're good in this so do more of that and do more of that and we listen to others and i think especially as an entrepreneur it's so important to be surrounded just like what you're doing in your community be surrounded with like-minded people uh, and and a great mentor or coach that know exactly what you want that that have been where you are that can guide you that can give you some really clear advice um and then go from there you know and 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 it's so when you talk about chaos a lot of the chaos is the people around us that are energy vampires or you know um those who, who who don't believe in our dreams who don't understand our dreams and they question it like mike are you sure you want to do this i mean really that program like and then suddenly you start doubting and it's like Oh, well, I don't, yeah, maybe, you know, maybe I should change my goal. Maybe I'm not, you know, and it's like, you know, so it's like those kind of people, they can really like put you a few, few steps back. Um, so I really think, you know, stay surrounded with the people that know you, that you trust, that, that understand you, that are like-minded and, uh, and stay to your goal, have a clear goal. <laughs> and then do what's aligned with your goal. And that means saying no to a lot of things and a lot of people. You know, it means like, oh, do I want to do um, this type of work or this task or is it aligned with my goal? Then no, sorry, no, you know, you have to say no. Very good, very good feedback. I, I, I've got a question here for everybody. I want to go to the chat, but I'll, and let's, let's go to the chat and ask you, what's your clear goal for 2022? So type that into the chat, Ooh, your clear goal for 2022. Let's, let's see that, folks. Whilst you're doing that, um, Brennan here said, having a clear goal uh, statement is very pertinent, but it's not easy with a constantly evolving idea and environment. And I think there's, there's some uh, real truth to, to that as well. Um, but let's, uh, let's go to the chat and let's see who can uh, type in their clear goal. Um, so Mary, launching online courses is a clear 2022 goal. Here's an online course for 2022 folks. Instead of the Freedompreneur courses, how to make money, but when you're stuck in another country. That could be a good one for a lot of people around the planet at the moment. Uh, Sean tells three digital products, 2,000 members on each. Okay, that's well, a very big goal. So uh, well done, actually. It's, it's interesting because uh, we had a board meeting with our, with our online company yesterday and, and uh, one of the boards suggested we want 200,000 people on our, on our program by the end of the year. I was thinking, well, that might be a little bit of a stretch, but uh, 
but I think we might halve that and go for that. So, you know, anything like that is a really good goal. Paula, great to see you. Automated systems, new service product offering launch. Okay, Brennan, 2022 to distill the e-factor coaching to an interactive survey questionnaire that links to a book launch. Well done. Lisa, working towards my five-year plan of full-time author, only working with people who give me a good gut feel. I couldn't tell you how important that is, that's for sure, and taking uh, more time off. Really? Really? You're going to take time off? Uh, she's nodding. Okay, I, I'll believe that when I see it. Um, LM, enlarging our client base. Let's put a specific number on that for you guys at some point as well. Natasha, greater visibility and a consistent social media presence. Uh, sales and marketing strategy that works and works for me. Uh, love the gut feel thing. Um, grow, a, grow, grow a global reach through partnership UK and EU. Well, okay, that's great. And... Uh, <laughs> So yeah, Lisa, oh, that's why I couldn't work it. Eels is Lisa. My goal is to get a goal. Very funny, Andrew. That's uh, that's <laughs> very cute. <laughs> that's a that's a good one. I, I do want to mention something, <laughs> but that's a good one because it is it is it is a challenge to to have a clear goal. You know, it is really something. It's it's a process to really have a clear goal. And what I've seen here, some of them are quite specific, which I like, and some of them I would really encourage you to. What you said, Mike, put a number of it on it. You know, when, when you say like, okay, you know, launch online courses or, or one online course, well, you know, by, by when, uh, where, which platform, uh, you know, like, or how many online courses or somebody said visibility, which platform? Where do you want to be visible? How many views do you want? How many followers? Because being visible, what does that mean? It's just like, well, I want to be successful. Not that anybody said that here, but okay, what does it mean? Put a number on it. You know, put a monetary number on it. Like by the end of the year, I want to make this much money. I want to have these much, you know, these many clients. I want to have like for me, YouTube is my big platform. I want to have, you know, this many views on each video. You know, I, I want to have or, or a number of subscribers in your course or in your program. Like, you know, and it's no goal is too big. You have to dream big. You have to dream big. You know, and I'm a big believer in in the power of the mind you know I'm, I'm a big you know power of the subconscious mind bob proctor that kind of you know so and, and and why do i believe in it because i've seen it happen over and over and over again and that's how i manifest my life from being a logical rational person sitting in a job to now traveling the world full time and making money easily you know without working many hours um it's possible because i you know you have to believe in in yourself and trust in yourself and have the confidence that you can achieve it. So I think that's very important. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And I think, you know, for everybody, it's it's just following that old smart goals analogy, you know, specific, measurable, achievable, you know, time frame. And I call it realistic as the last one, um, or realistic in time frame. Uh, Brennan's got down here, what about goal scope? Size of goal can be a challenge. How would you, you know, if you've got a a big, hairy, audacious goal, Rachel. Um, what's your suggestion to dealing with that? For instance, somebody wants to make a million dollars in a year, they've never made a million, or they want to get 100,000 people on their list this year or something like that. Uh, I think it's great. Um, let me explain. First of all, I do think it's really important to dream big. However, um, yeah, it... it I don't know if it's, um, I, do, I do really, really believe that you can make it happen. 
is such a big number. It all depends on where you're at right now, okay? But let's say you're in deep financial debt and your big goal is $1 million, you know, in one year, I think it's a great goal, but I think that one year will move forward. So what I mean by that is that I think it's good to have that goal. I really don't think there's anything wrong with it, but I think the date will will move you know, will move and it will not happen in one year. Okay. It can happen. Okay. But I think, but I really believe that it's good to have a goal and really, really believe and trust that you will achieve that goal. Because if you don't have that goal, you know, what usually happens is when you don't have a goal, you don't stretch yourself and you end up, you know, maybe with a little bit less financial debt. Whereas if you have a big goal and you really trust like, I am going to make this million dollars, maybe by the end of the year, you're completely out of debt and you have $10,000, right? But if you don't have that goal, you know, maybe you're at the same spot of where you are on the 1st of January. See what I mean? So when you have a goal, at least you're moving towards it. Maybe you won't achieve that million, but you're moving towards it. When you're like, I need, you know, 2,000 clients in, in, in my program. And you really believe it and you really, you know, you put your mindset into it. You know, mindset is, for me, I mean, nine, mindset is 95% of everything. So when you really, and, and by the end of that year, you have you have a thousand students. Wow. But if you didn't have the goal, maybe you'll have 10 students. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and it's interesting what you, you say. You gave me, you triggered so many things I wanted to share then, but I won't share them all because we'll be here all day. But um one of the directors of our company, who's um, New Zealand's leading financial planner, award-winning, has been for many years, written the best-selling books ever on money and property in the country, um, says wealth is 95% mindset and 5% technique. Yes. Right? So she says, when people come, she says, people come to her all the time and say, should I invest in property, shares, manage funds, you know, Bitcoin, whatever. And she says, it doesn't matter. No. It doesn't matter what you invest in because it's wealth is actually uh, is up here. And the other interesting thing is, is when you ask, you know, you can shoot people down with big goals easily. Um, and I want to I say that and then reframe it. So if somebody said, I make, I'm broke and I want to make a million dollars this year, I'd simply ask them, well, how are you going to do that? Most people would have no idea. But if I ask them, what are three things you could do today that would move you closer to that goal? They generally got an answer for that. Mm-hmm. Well, I could ring Paul Taval because he's the most connected person in the universe, right? Or I could, you know, I could uh, start working on my my online course, or I could do this. So, you know, if you chunk it down into something that you can do right now and you're focused in the present all of the time, then you've got yeah. much more chance of reaching your goal. Rachel, I want to ask your puppy a question. What's your puppy's name? That one? Yeah. I don't know. It's not mine. I'm uh, I'm not I'm not even in my own house. So I Oops, sorry. Um, That's yeah. okay. I don't know. Um, so I'm going to ask the I don't know puppy a question. So Rachel, you're a you you describe yourself as a YouTuber and I think this is fascinating for for people on this call because we don't necessarily have any YouTubers here but we have a lot of people who could benefit from um, running a, a, a vibrant YouTube channel. So my question to you is, um, how long have you really considered yourself being a YouTuber? 
what do you do and how's it working out for you? Um, maybe a year, not even a year, um, that I call myself a YouTuber because it is part of my goal. So when you have a goal, you have to see yourself achieving that goal. And, um, but also because I'm very consistent every week, I have a new video coming up. Um, I, I'm also very clear on who my audience is, who my viewer is, you know, a mid-career professional who's stuck in a job and who wants more freedom. So I really spent um, my time on, you know, creating content that would help them. So for me, that's really my platform of sharing evergreen content. And I think YouTube is so helpful because... And trust me here, okay, so um, yes, I do YouTube. Yes, I did TEDx Talks, but I, because a lot of people are afraid of the camera, the reason I say this is because of that. And I have to say that I was the person with zero confidence. Like, I, I seriously, I'm, I was the most shy person, afraid of what everybody was think of me, thinking of me, afraid of what other people would say, afraid of the camera, afraid of you know, so like no self-confidence. So it is possible, okay? It is possible to actually grow and learn. That's my first book was about self-confidence because um, I really learned it. And um, anyway, so YouTube, it's the second, you know, it's, 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 it's a second, you know, besides Google, it's a second search engine. So I really find that people find me through just ticking something in Google, right? I mean, I can see it in my analytics, you know, you, you tick a keyword in Google and you find my, my, my YouTube video. So it's very good for SEO. Um, I make my content evergreen, which means that I make something like, okay, five tips to quit your job or to transition from career to an entrepreneur, you know, uh, to grow your self-confidence. And then five years from now, it's still relevant. So I see that my videos maybe are not having, you know, hundreds of views right away, but after a few months, it starts picking up because it's still relevant. You know, it's not like, oh, you know, this is happening. This is a trend now. Um, it goes viral. And then, you know, in a month from now, everybody, you know, nobody cares anymore. So, um, yeah, it's, it's working out well for me. I like it because my, my content stays there. People can find it. Um, I also have a lot of topics that I redirect clients or people like, oh, you want to know more about this? Here's a video, you know? Um, yeah, so I, I, I really like it. I, I really want to grow it. And I'm going to do more lives as well um, to help people answer questions and things like that. So I, I, really, I really like that. Just a couple more questions on that, and then I'll shift, shift topic. So um, two things is how long is your typical YouTube? And... Uh, the second question is, how much are you focused on the production value? Um, a lot. Um, so how long they are? Well, I study, you know, I, I've, I've, I study YouTube all the time and, and the length of a video changes. But right now, the ideal length is around 10 minutes, I would say. Um, right. So some of them are 12, some of them are, you know, once in a while, 15 or eight or seven, but somewhere I would say around 10 because, you know, the attention span, but you still want to get everything said. Um, so that and the production, you know, it, it, some people say, oh, you just have to put out videos and videos and it's the quantity, but no, not anymore. Like YouTube changed. Like there's so, 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 so many people on YouTube. It is the quality that matters. You know, you have to have some proper audio and video and lighting and, you know, adding some B-rolls and some text. And trust me, I, oh my gosh, I, I, I'm not a technical person and I, I, I teach myself everything and I, and, and I enjoy it. You know, you have to enjoy it if you don't enjoy it. So I enjoy editing. I enjoy spending hours on 
adding some text and animation and a B-roll and, you know, you get better and better. And I try to improve 1% every time, you know, you just, I'm still, I'm definitely, you know, I'm still not a pro, but um, yeah, I, I enjoy it. And I think it is one of those things where everybody gets the idea to do something at some point and then they try it and they and they drop it. You've got to persevere. It makes me think of a couple of clients of ours, Dennis Giannoutsos. Um, he, uh, one, two years ago, he wanted to start a podcast. He's now done over 250 podcasts interviewing leaders from all around the world. It's taken his business from here to here. He got to number 10 on, on Apple. Gary V was number 11. So, I mean, he really got, got his podcast up there and, uh, and, and it's done very, very well. And, uh, you know, one other person uh, that I know has just really committed to doing videos all the time, Ian Hatton, and on Facebook, though, and he's really starting to get some traction um, and he's probably been doing it for about four, mo four months. He's been following a, a process used by one of our other clients, Liv Conlon, who says, um, you know, you literally just have to be prolific. Prolific is the key. I want to shift to something I heard actually yesterday, and I want to throw this around with you, Rachel. Um, we, were, we were actually on YouTube and we were listening to a, an Indian doctor talking about diet, which was fantastic. And one of the things he said was, which I loved the way he said, he says, he hasn't come across a patient who doesn't have a delusion about their own diet. And he said, the worst ones are vegans and vegetarians. He said, they think because they're vegan and vegetarian that it's all okay. And then they come to me with diabetes and go, how can I have this? He says, so people have this delusion about diet. So the point I want to pick up with you is, what is it that you think that we as primarily entrepreneurs in this day and age are, del are deluded by? What's our, what's our current delusions that are keeping us stuck? Mm. Oh, great question. Oh, my gosh. Okay, do you have another hour or two? Um, <laughs> I love this question because just the word delusion says everything. You know, it is the mindset. It is the mindset. I have to address the mindset because the only reason we are delusional is because of our mindset. Even you know whether it's a diet or as an entrepreneur, especially you know, we think we can't, then we can't, right? If 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 you know, so when you have a goal and you really really write that goal down every single day and you believe in it and you you write it down, you you speak it out loud, you put it on post-its on your mirror in the bathroom under your pillow, like. Your goal should be like, yes, I am, I am in the present tense achieving this, right? I am living this dream. I am, you know, a, an online course creator. I am whatever you want to be. Um, I think, and when, when we have fears, when we have doubts, when we have worries, it's all the stories in our minds, right? So the delusion is really the, the, the stories you put into your mind, because if you're focused, if you have a clear goal and you only align with that, you only take action towards that goal. You only believe and trust in yourself that you will achieve it. You don't make yourself doubt by other people, by other thoughts, the delusion, you know, it's, it's you know, that, that's the thing, you know, stay, stay on your track and just continuously believing that and trusting that. But that's the hardest part. You know, it's so, it takes so much effort to every day, like, I'm going to persist. I'm going to do this. And then you see like, oh, but nobody's watching my videos, right? And then, but nobody's watching my Facebook, but nobody's posting, nobody's commenting. You know, we have that all the time. Like, oh, and then, you know, you tend to give up. And that's when it's like, oh, you know, don't 
keep believing it, keep trusting it, keep, keep going at it, keep persistent what you said. Um, and don't listen to those who drag you down and who take away your energy and who make you doubt and those who ask you a thousand questions. If I would call my mom every day, I would not be where I am right now because she's always like, are you sure you want to do this? But why are you going to travel? You sold your house? Are you crazy? Like leaving my job? That was like insane. You know, like, I, you know, I don't need to talk to her. To, I love her to bits, but you know, we know what I mean. Um, so yeah, I think I think that the mindset is just it's everything, and it takes effort because it's so easy, so easy to fall back, and so easy to listen to the media and the news and all of that. But if you have a clear goal, which also you work on, you know, stick with that and believing that and trusting yourself and just yeah. So what? Yeah, I think it's great feedback, and 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 what you bring up here in my mind is really a. Um, that we need to manage our environment far better than we do because our environment is not only a physical environment, which is our space that we operate in and, and work in. You know, uh, Landy, my partner, always says, you know, nobody can be creative staring at a white wall every day. You know, you have to have scope and, and vision and everything like that. But it's also um, removing the three Ds. The three Ds are doomsayers, doubters yeah. and distractors. So your yeah. mom is a doubter, okay? She's doubting. Oh, I doubt you can make it, you know, all of that sort of thing. Whereas the doomsayers are saying, COVID's here, we're all going to die, et cetera, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. And the distractors yeah. are saying, I'm bored, so and I don't know what I'm doing, so why don't you leave your clients and come and play golf or go to the pub with me so that I can feel better? And then they entice you in. Um, to doing that and they give you good reasons. It's easy, it's easy to get distracted, right? And your loved ones can be the worst type of distractors because haven't you been at your desk long enough or, or whatever they're saying to you or how many meetings do you want to have before you make a sale and all of those sorts of things. So all of us are faced with those three Ds, the doomsayers, the doubters and, and distractors in, in life. Uh, Rachel, I want to ask one more question, then we'll just open it up for any final questions before we bring it to a close at, uh, at 10 o'clock my time. And that is, uh, what would be your top three tips for 2022 to keep people in line with not only their goals, but with uh, managing their emotional state um, in really what is a very volatile world at the moment? Great question. And I do want to share a little story about the crab mentality, but I'll, I'll, I'll do that if you allow me. Um, because, cool. it, 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 yeah, it's it perfectly aligned with what you just said earlier. But my top three tips. Um, okay, that's a really good question. Um, suddenly so many things come up to mind. So, well, I would, first of all, yes, um, I'll share my story in a moment, but it is related. You know, surround yourself with like-minded people. Surround yourself with people, um, two kinds of people. The people that are entrepreneur like we are, uh, that motivate you, that push you, that inspire you, that, you know, are on the journey with you, um, that are, um, or that are a few steps ahead of you, you know, that you inspire, you know, that you can be inspired by. With like-minded people, I also mean, you know, a coach or a mentor, right? So, really surround yourself with those people, the, 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 the coach or the mentor that can really help you and guide you. The other entrepreneurs, like I'm, I'm in a mastermind group all the time 
I, I, you know, you help each other, you understand each other, you motivate each other. And it's like, yes, when I have a talk with them, it's like, oh my gosh, yes. You know, you know, you get motivated and inspired. So that would be really the first thing. Uh, the second thing is the mindset. I have to say the mindset. I, you know, mindset means your thoughts create your reality. Okay. And this is so important. Your thoughts create your reality. What you think of today will become your future right? Where you are right now, the results that you have right now comes from how you are thinking. So if you don't like the results that you have right now, what were you thinking a while back? How did you create the results that you have right now? Do you have financial debt? And probably you were focusing on debt and issues and financial problems, right? So focus on what you do want. Oh, you want clients? Okay. All you can think of is clients, 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 you know, just always, you know, think about those clients or think about a certain amount of money. And the more you focus on that and immerse your thoughts and your conscious and subconscious mind with those thoughts, I guarantee that opportunities will come that suddenly, you know, when you think of a red, a red, I don't know, whatever brand, I'm not into cars, a red car, you know, suddenly you go on the street and all you can see are red cars, right? Or you think of someone and then suddenly they call you. Why is that? Because your thoughts are filled with that person. Your thoughts are filled with type of car. It's the reality. It never fails. Your thoughts create your reality. It took me a while to really understand it, but that's how it works. Okay. So what you think of now, that's why immerse yourself with your goal. Always think of it, write it down, put it on a post-it, you know, vocalize it, you know, record it and listen to it and feel yourself. And I guarantee that those opportunities will come and you will see what actions to take aligned with it. And the last thing is, the last tip, um, well, 95% is the mindset, but 5% is the action, okay? So I would say take action because by taking action, you will gain more confidence, you will see more results, you will um, overcome a lot of fears because taking action... Let me say a little word about fears. When you take action, you know, and when I say action, micro actions, okay? Because a lot of people think, oh, you know, I have to take a big step or I have to suddenly, you know, stand in front of an audience or make a video. No, why don't you break it down? Some of you maybe, you know, I, I wrote, I, I read here someone wants to be an author. Okay, well, I'm an author. Well, why don't, is your one action could be, uh, figure out a working title. Another action is write a paragraph. Another action is talk to another author. Another, um, you know, do a little research about your topic. You know, small micro actions. And that's how, you know, you grow. And that's how you also overcome fears. Because the last thing I want to say is that fears usually comes across as negative. Like, ooh, no, I'm scared, right? And, and, and I should not go there. But life starts out of your comfort zone. And fear... I really want everyone to learn that fear is positive. Fear, the emotion of fear is the same emotion as excitement. So it's not fear. Fear helps you grow. Fear is your feedback. Fear is, is the greatest lesson and teacher, right? So always take steps and learn, you know, take the feedback and learn and grow. And I mean, come on, when I'm traveling the world as, you know, on my own and I sold my house, I'm not fearless. I'm not fearless at all. But every time I face my fears, I'm like, ooh. I feel better. I learn something. I, I grow, you know, I develop myself. So I hope these are um, no, very uh, good. So like minds that inspire you mindset, because you've caught thoughts, create reality and action yes. gives confidence and em embrace fears because it's a, 
the same, same, actually it's the same emotion as encouragement, as courage and excitement. Um, yes. We've got time for probably the crab story, if you want to tell yes. your crab story. Yeah, very short. And then and, uh, bring it to a so, close. Yeah, so anyway, if, if you can spell my name, Rachel Smets, and you, you type that into, into YouTube, you'll find my YouTube channel, and I have a, I have a video on that. We're really short. When we talk about like-minded people and, and why some people drag us down, the way they catch crabs, and I, I love stories all the time because it just these analogies stick. So the way, I don't know if you know this, Mike, but the way they catch crabs is they put all the crabs in a bucket and they don't put a lid on the bucket. Why is that? Because the crab mentality is like, if one of the crabs tries to escape out of the bucket, all the others will pull them back down. And there's like, oh, wait a minute, you can't, you know, we can't escape, so you can't escape, right? So it's like, well, you know, don't go out there and try to succeed. Don't go out there and escape your job. Don't go out there and be an entrepreneur because, you know, we can't, so you can't, right? So they always pull you back. So it, it's, you know, when family or loved ones, like you said, they, they want to pull you back and they want to drag you down, it's, it's, it's for various reasons. You know, they want to keep you safe, you know, because, you know, they're afraid of taking a leap. So you know, they want to keep you safe, um, they, they, you know, but some of them also, some people around us, it's like the jealousy and the envy, like, wait, you, you we can, so you can't, right? So um, I like that idea of, you know, escaping that bucket and, uh, and, and people just dragging you back down. So that's the, the, the crab story. <laughs> Be the crab that breaks free. And that's a great place yeah. to, uh, to sort of round yeah. off today. Rachel, thank you so much for sharing all those insights with us. Thank we you. really appreciate it. Um, and uh, thank you for, for also being up early to do that. And also thank you to everybody around the world and thank you to Natasha for staying up till two in the morning to listen to, to Rachel as well. And if you're listening to this uh, afterwards, uh, thank you guys for listening to it also. Next week is Landy Jack on the call, so look forward to that, and we will see you all later. Thank you.